Hey guys, welcome back to Quarter Life Confessions with Sarita. So for this episode, I'm going to be talking about something that is really something that I think a lot of people struggle with is saving money when you're in your 20s. Or if you're not in your 20s, maybe this will interest you too because maybe you're having the same struggles. But I'm going off of my experience as a 24-year-old who works full-time but feels like she can't save up nearly as much money as she wants to. I feel like I'm going to be stuck living at home forever, and when I do move out, I feel like I'm going to end up in a shack somewhere. I mean, I don't even know how people afford life. But anyway, I'm going to be touching on a few different subjects on why it's hard to save money in your 20s and ways you can fix it so you are saving more money. Maybe you aren't realizing how much you're spending. Things add up very quickly as I'm learning. And you know, now's the time to save money. I don't think they prepare you enough in school for like proper ways to save up for your life. But now's the time to be saving if you're in your young 20s and want to move out sometime in the future. The first thing I would like to say is that, yes, it's great. You graduate college and you get a full-time job, probably your first full-time job, and maybe you have salary and benefits, which is great, but it's also kind of a tease because you have all these other expenses that you didn't have before. So even though you're making more money, you're also having to pay for a lot more things, and in results, there's no money left. Um, So the first thing is Right when you graduate school, or pretty soon after, you have to start paying off your student loans. And if you don't have student loans, they're all paid off. That's great. I am so jealous of you. You don't even understand. My student loans aren't even that bad because I went to community college for the first two years. And when I went to the four-year school after I transferred, I didn't stay there. I commuted. So my student loans are not bad compared to other people's, but yeah, right when you start working full time, it's like, oh yeah, here you have more money, but now you need to pay your student loans. So that sucks because you're going to pee, you're going to be paying those student loans for like 30 years or something ridiculous. There's nothing you can really do to get rid of that. That's just kind of the way it goes. Just maybe try and budget more to offset the student loans that you're going to be paying for. Another thing that people in their 20s spend so much money on, so much money on, is alcohol. Now, like, I know there's nothing you can do when your friends want to go to a bar and you want to drink, obviously. You're not going to say no just because you need to save an extra, like, $80 or something like that. You know what I mean? But there are ways that you can reduce the amount of alcohol that you need to buy when you're at a bar. (laughs) I can't believe I'm talking about this. I know pre-gaming is like so maybe high schoolish, but just pre-game, who cares? You don't have to have like that much, but if you can just have like a little bit just to maybe offset the price of two drinks, if you're like me and you get vodka sodas, I mean, that's $20 right there. So, I mean, I don't know how many times you're going to go out during the week, but if you're saving yourself $20 a few times, then... It adds up quickly. It really does. Or if you're like me and orders vodka sodas, stop ordering vodka sodas and drink beer. That could also help reduce the price of your tab. Or if you're a girl, just flirt with someone and get them to buy you a drink. I mean, sorry. Hey, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Girls got to do what a girl's got to do. Just save your money. 
Is that bad advice? I don't know. Or if you are going out, maybe suggest going to a place that's not crazy expensive because I just went to Harrah's in Atlantic City. Their drinks were so outrageously priced. They were so outrageously priced and they were small drinks, but they had this huge like to-go sippy cup thing with a straw in it, like really big, and you could get whatever drink you wanted for $30. Like you got to find bargains. You got to do that. Go go out during happy hour when drinks are like $3. You got to figure out the best time and places and when to go out to save your money. And if you don't get food, that'll help a lot, which is the next thing I'm going to be getting into is going out to eat food. I feel like a lot of 20-year-olds, 24-year-olds, 30-year-olds eat out a lot because when they come home from work, they don't have time to cook or they don't feel like cooking and maybe their parents don't make dinner or whatever if you eat home more that'll save you so much money if you bought a few chicken breasts in the beginning of the week and cooked them ahead of time you could just heat them up throughout the week and it would save you so much money than if you're going to you know chilies and chilies <laughs> me and my boyfriend live at chilies but that's besides the point you know we end up going out to all these places diners nice restaurants Taco Bell. It doesn't matter what it is. It all adds up really quickly if you're eating out almost every single night. So if there's a way you can eat home more, you'll save so much money and it'll be better for you, honestly, than eating out all the time. It's not good. Another issue that I ran into is right when you start making a decent amount of money, you feel like you can go spend it all on shopping, clothes, makeup, whatever it is. I think it's like, wow, I have all this money now. Let me go just spend it all because I'm not going to spend that much. And the next thing you know, you spend a few hundred dollars and that keeps happening repeatedly and you have no money left. So stop shopping just because you're making more money. You know, when I used to work at the food store, I always couponed. Now, I don't care. Call me an old lady or whatever you want to call me. I know I'm only 24. Then I was younger when I was couponing, but I thought it was so interesting that you can just get things for absolutely free. Not even that, you can make money on things. Like, I don't I don't think people my age necessarily care about couponing, but if you really are trying to save money and you are food shopping, go to coupons.com and go to the newspapers and clip out coupons because you can save yourself so much money. I'm not kidding. I had a bill that was over $100 and I ended up paying like six cents for everything. I have two bins upstairs of shampoo that I ended up not even needing, but I'm going to donate it. And razors, razors are always on sale because girls, all of our feminine hygiene products are very expensive. And I understand if you don't want to use drugstore makeup, you want to buy nice makeup, like I get it. But you know, how fancy of like shaving cream do you need? Do you need like really expensive razors? Do you need really expensive mascara? Like all that stuff. You can get coupons on and get them for pretty much free. So I ended up not using all of it. I'm planning on donating it. There was one time when I got three bags of dog food and three bags of cat food. And I'm talking big bags. They were like 10 pound bags of dog and cat food for absolutely free. I donated it to the local shelter. But that's just another way that you can save money. I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Also, there's digital coupons. If you go on a food store's website, there's a 99% chance that they have digital coupons. CVS, you've all seen those viral pictures of CVS's long-ass receipts that are a mile long. There's all coupons on there, and I think people throw them out, but don't throw them out. It's free stuff. 
I just got two coupons in the mail for Bath and Body Works for a free candle and something else. So what the heck, go get it because that's one less thing that you're gonna wanna buy in the future. Even clothing stores. Go to TJ Maxx or Marshalls instead of all of these. Don't go to the Michael Kors store. Go to TJ Maxx and get Michael Kors clothes from there. I have a Michael Kors sweater from there. It was so much cheaper than it would have been at the store and people don't know where you got it from. I just went to TJ Maxx and there was a shirt for $3. I got a jumpsuit for $6. I don't need a jumpsuit right now, honestly, but in the summer, I'm going to wear it. I'll save myself from buying a $30 jumpsuit. You know what I mean? So something that I started doing with these paycheck oh also check retail me not it's an app or you can go on the website but check retail me not before you buy any clothes or electronics or anything like that just type in the store's name and it'll come up with any coupons that they currently have active you have to always check that all the time please it's life-saving i'm not kidding something that i started doing this week actually is anytime i get a paycheck Well, first of all, direct deposit can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing because, you know, the money goes right into your bank account. It's all digital. You don't see the actual cash. So you just keep swiping your card and swiping your card and you don't think about the fact that it's actual dollars that you're spending. It's like, oh, a $3 coffee is not going to hurt me. You know what I mean? Oh, this... This $10 sweater is not going to hurt me, but it adds up really quickly. And I think that people tend to spend more because we don't use cash anymore. It's Everything is on a card for the most part. So what I'm starting to do is anytime I get a paycheck, I'm going right to the bank, taking out half of it and depositing it into my savings account because I have a checking and a savings at two different banks, which is frustrating, but whatever. So I'm taking out half the paycheck, putting it in my savings and not touching it. I'm only allowed to use the other half of my paycheck that I have in my checking account still. So I think that's a really good way to budget yourself because, you know, if it's away in your savings, it's a big process to get the money out of your savings. You know, you don't have a debit card that you can swipe to use that money. So I think that's a really good way to help save up really quickly. Also, another thing that can help you save money in your 20s is live at home for a long time. Now, I know some people might not have the best home situation or, you know, I don't know what's going on with your personal life, but if something's not good at home, then I can understand why you would want to leave. But, you know, if you have a good life and everything is fine, there's no reason to rush out, in my opinion. I live in New Jersey, and it's very expensive here. Very, very expensive here. The taxes suck. The houses are a lot of money. It's really hard to have enough money to move out here. So why would you want to waste money when you're only 24, you'll be living by yourself, when you could just be living home and saving up as much as you can so you can buy yourself a decent place when you're able to leave and you don't have to just settle for some dumpy who knows what. I don't I don't think that makes sense. And I think people are so eager to get out, which I understand, but it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. I think you would regret it in the long run. And also, I don't see the point in renting. This is just from my understanding. I understand renting if you don't have money for a down payment on something. But if you have money for a down payment, why wouldn't you use that to buy a condo? So that when you're done with the condo, you can sell it and get your money back. No, or maybe you will even make money on it. Depending on the market, you could make money on your condo. But when you go to rent an apartment, 
you have to just give the money away. You just give it away every month and you you'll never see it again. When you move out, you don't get anything back. You don't you don't get anything from that. Yeah, you got to live there, but it doesn't make sense to me. I would I would just it does make sense if you don't have a down payment. But if you have a down payment, I think it makes more sense to put it down and buy a half decent condo. That's just my opinion. That might help you save money at some point. If you have a decent down payment to put down, think about buying a multifamily house because if you live in the one side and you're renting out the other side, the other side can pay for your entire rent and then you are just living there for free pretty much. And then when the time comes and you want to sell it, you can have someone move into the half that you were living in and then you're just making money off of it. That's just a thought. I'm not a realtor. I don't know. But I've heard that that's a good idea. Also, I know people need vehicles, but do you really need a Mercedes right now? I don't know. When you're 24, do you really need a Mercedes? I feel like it's awesome to have a cool car when you're young, and it's probably nice to know that you have a new car that's not going to break down on your way to work and things like that. But you don't need to buy a crazy expensive car right now. For example, I have a Mustang and I bought it a few years ago. And I think people think it's more expensive than it is. It really wasn't an expensive car. I got it used. It's a 2006. It's not like it's a new car. Um, you know, but it's like everything I wanted. And I mean, don't get me wrong, would I have liked a new Mustang? Yes, of course I would have but it doesn't make sense. It would have like hurt my soul to pay that much money for a new car when I was like 20. There's no way. That's just doesn't make sense. So buy a used car because when you get it from a dealership, they detail it. You don't even know it was used. Honestly, if it has low mileage, get a used car. The price goes down so much. You can get a certified pre-owned car and the price drops a lot just because they have to. And there's no reason why you shouldn't just get a used car when you're young. I haven't had any problems with mine and well I did have a problem because there was a snowstorm and I think we all know that a real-wheel drive Mustang's not going to do very well in a snowstorm. So I was like I either need to get rid of this thing and buy a different car or I need to get another car or something. So I really didn't want to get rid of my Mustang because I love it so much but I decided to look on Craigslist. I know I don't know if Craigslist has a bad rap or people are scared to buy things off of Craigslist or what the deal is which I understand but my Craigslist deal has worked out so good for me. I bought a Jeep off of Craigslist. It's a 2005 Jeep Grand Cherokee. It had, um, I guess you could say a lot of miles. It has 125,000 miles on it, which for those is not a lot. I think people think it's a lot, but it was not a lot. But, you know, the guy just wanted to get rid of it because his daughter was using it, but she went away to college. He just wanted it gone. I got a ridiculously good deal on it. And it's been a phenomenal truck. I haven't even driven my Mustang in the last two weeks because I've just been driving the Jeep. It's very comfortable. It's winter here in Jersey. That's the whole point of why I bought it. You don't need $10,000 to buy a decent car that will get you to and from where you need to go. You just don't. My boyfriend's bought like three, three, four, five. He's bought so many cars off of Craigslist. Use them every day. I had no issues. I highly recommend that. You just need a few grand. That's all I'm saying. But you have to know what to look for. So I recommend finding someone that will help you look for a car, preferably a mechanic who can 
you know, check the oil and drive it and stuff like that when you're going to look at it on Craigslist because that's really important. But you can get such a good deal on a used car. Another issue with saving money in your 20s is I haven't really experienced this yet because none of my friends have really done any of this yet. I guess you could say, but people are going to start getting married and they're going to start, you know, having babies and stuff. Actually, that's not true. I was in a wedding two, one or two years ago. I was in a wedding and that stuff, that stuff costs money and that's money that you can't really avoid spending if you are a bridesmaid or a groomsman and you need to buy a bridesmaid's dress and you need to go to the engagement party and you need to give them bridal shower gifts and wedding gifts and all that stuff. It can add up very quickly. So although you can't avoid spending money at other people's weddings, if you are planning on getting married and you're in your 20s, I recommend for everybody's sake, try and save money where possible. You know, don't get a $300 bridesmaid's dress. Just get get a less expensive one because honestly people are people really going to care that much i mean i don't know that's just my opinion do you want to be paying off your wedding for like 12 years no no you don't (laughs) you know try and diy as much stuff as you can don't spend a crazy crazy amount and don't make other people spend a crazy amount either because they're not going to want to do that and if you need to buy someone a birthday present or a Christmas present, you know, if it's your significant other or your parents or whatever it is, if it's someone close to you, maybe you guys can agree to, you know, instead of getting each other anniversary gifts, maybe you guys can just go to a nice quiet dinner or you can make a dinner at home and have a night in. You know, maybe that's just a good way to save money instead of going to a crazy expensive dinner and buying diamonds and all this stuff. I think if you really need to save the money that there's ways to work through it and and I think people that are in their 20s have this newfound freedom to spend their money because they have more money to spend but I don't think that they think of the future and oh crap now I'm 30 and I haven't saved as much as I would have liked because I was spending it on kind of stupid things so hopefully that's kind of helpful also i feel like people that are in their young 20s feel like they need to have the newest technology or whatever it is i've had my iphone success forever it's a refurbished iphone and it works fine it has given me no issues so in my opinion i don't need to spend a thousand dollars to get the newest iphone because i would rather save that thousand dollars and put it towards a down payment on a house one day I think maybe just learning to prioritize is really important and think before you spend every dollar. Don't buy Dunkin' Donuts every single day. Maybe just buy it once a week. Make coffee at home the rest of the week. Little things like that add up very quickly. And I don't think that we were necessarily taught too much about how to save effectively in college and in high school. I don't think they talk about that. So hopefully I inspired you guys to save some more money if you are in your 20s and feel like I'm never going to be able to afford life. Maybe this will help you figure out how to afford life a little bit easier. (laughs) because life's expensive. Thank you guys so much for listening. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet and follow me on social media. I'm at Sarah Rita and I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye.